Hello, and welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, rate, review, and subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We want to hear your thoughts on the movies and shows we review. Leave us a comment on Apple Podcasts or our YouTube channel, and we will read them during the show. Or reach out to us on social media. We love talking all things entertainment and pop culture with you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hey, Ashley. How are you? Hello, darling. I'm here. You know, every day inundated with some new ish, but we out here, we making it, we adult and we living. I'm drinking my water. How about you? Minding my business. Technically, we're not because we're going to talk about it on this podcast, right? <laughs> How are you spending your Black History Month? Are you feeling Black? Are you I feeling mean, moisturized, appreciated? Like, I'm curious. I can't say I ever feel truly appreciated living in this country, but I will damn sure say that I'm staying moisturized. Thank you, Sarah Vey. And <laughs> I am... <laughs> Shout out to Lassitan Shea Butter, Bougie <laughs> Shea Butter out here. Call back, guys. Call back to our chat about Super Bowl commercials if you have not listened to our latest episode. Please do. Shout out to Kylia. Shout out Kylia. Um, and, you know, I'm Blackity Black 365. So I feel like this month, as it tends to be typically in general now, but especially February, has flown by. So, you know, I'm going to keep the spirits up. For the rest of the year basically february is just the start of black history month i guess and the rest of the year is ours too so there you go what about you i've been living my best black life <laughs> um real talk i've been um very active at my work putting on black history month activities and events and it's been very successful so it's been making me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. So just happy to see that the planning and the work, you know, blooming and being appreciated is, um, I- I'm loving it. For, but then I'm also feeling like, why am I putting so much work? <laughs> no, just wait. Listen, I'm rooting so for everybody, more. rooting for everybody black. So y'all do y'all thing. It's like, see us, we are here. Okay. Which sounds like a theme. Shout out to, uh, our upcoming recap so in not during like history month news miss kelly Rowland has been in the headlines and they haven't been great ashley last thursday i'm looking at deadline this came out february february 17th NBC's Today scrambled to find new guest hosts after Kelly Rowland walked out over dressing room dispute. Girl, this was all over the internet. Even Hoda came out and talked about how we love Kelly. She's always welcome. And we can share my dressing room in the future, which was a a sprinkle of shade, I like to say. Yeah. And... When I sent this to you, Ashley, I was like, this seems so out of character. I don't even know what the heck is going on. It's been everyone's sentiment. This does not sound like any version of Kelly Rowland we've ever encountered. 
ever encountered. She's been famous for a very long time. And it didn't help because you have Rita Ora. Don't ask me what she's promoting, but she was there and was able to fill in um, as a guest and then as the fourth hour guest host for for Hoda in Jenna's absence. The reason why we're talking about it today is because I'm looking at entertainment tonight shout out to the og what was his name something tesh i'm sorry john john tesh and the blonde lady see i don't even remember the names i see the i can see the faces but i definitely don't remember their names primarily you know why i primarily remember their faces not that i didn't watch et for years but they had a cameo in the bodyguard because they were talking about Rachel and her trip to Miami. So they also were giving major Barbie Ken vibes. Um, so <laughs> Entertainment Tonight comes out and says Kelly Rowland's rep speaks out after reportedly walking off today's set. Yvette, fame, fame publicist extraordinaire, came out to speak and said the following after 28 years of knowing her kelly Rowland remains one of the kindest most amiable humans i have ever met and have had the blessing to represent the rumor is out in these streets is that the reason why kelly Rowland walked out was because she was aggressively asked quote unquote from savannah on asking Beyonce questions. After the way she shut down Big Tigger, I'm not surprised if that is the case. It's like, I think that she's been so gracious, her and Michelle over the years with being inundated with questions about Beyonce when they are promoting their own projects or doing their own thing because they love her. They are family. They, you know, are super close and have a great relationship with her. But at the end of the day, I am on a press tour for a movie that I am starring in. Starring in. Do not ask me any questions about Beyonce on this press tour, please. You don't ask Beyonce about me. About Kelly. When she's doing her interviews. Not that Beyonce does many. So. Exactly. And I thought that piece of tea made a lot of sense. Mia Copa. Coming out next week, directed by Tyler Perry. I originally have written off Tyler Perry, but he sucks me back in with these stars he's able to capture. So what made you write him off? Girl, the wigs to start. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He can make a fine man look crazy. And that's when I, I was still um, appreciating Shamar Moore during that time too. That was like peak and that bad braided wig. Ooh, I'm surprised. That's life. how you know, that's how you know Shamar Moore ain't your typical light-skinned man because he took one for the team. He said, I am pretty, but if y'all want to throw this ugly wig on me, I'ma be a team player. He you know how many job though. He you know how many light-skinned men role. would have said nah. Would never would never nah <laughs> and as people That's say on these internets 
they ain't touch Kelly hair. <laughs> okay. They First didn't all, touch Kelly hair. Again, she's the Kelly Rowland. I mean, her style, she's just so freaking gorgeous. Did you see her at her husband's 50th anniversary? Or anyway, at her husband's 50th birthday party? I don't remember when this transition happened to her being a style goddess of my heart. Girl! It, she's fire. had me in a chokehold for a long a time. While. A while. And it's everything. It's, it's, it's not even the clothes. It's the hair. It's the makeup. Because she can switch them up like the best of them like she'll show up with a short bob and then she'll do the big hair and then she'll do the long weave gorgeous Mm -hmm. so i agree i'm like it just screams wealth and i'm here for it kelly we love you you can come on our podcast we only will ask questions about you and how you were doing and your projects because Kelly is enough. Like, I don't know why people always, she's more than enough. enough. Oh my gosh. That's why I also appreciate it when she showed up to Sherry. Sherry had me cracking up time out. You had the best. We did the best dressing room for you. And she's like, yes, you did. But I think she knew what it was. So Mm -hmm. she said it was a safe space. And I appreciate that a black woman had to save the day as usual. And provide a safe space for our girl to have a good interview. So there you go. Absolutely. Speaking of fashion, Zendaya has been killing it during this Dune part two press tour. Um, Today, both she and Timothee Chalamet are in South Korea looking like twinsies. I've never been a huge jumpsuit lover, but give me this. Never. I agree. It's from a soul-based designer. I think it's pronounced June J, and it's still a peach version. And they talked about the zipping details. Um, I'm looking at people. It says Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet. Twin in leather jumpsuits at Dune Part 2 event in Seoul, Korea. You know, this made me giggle, Ashley, because Timothy was like, what you're not going to do is outshine me again, the way she did. <laughs> and that Mugler, baby. Girl, Ooh. in London? When I tell you, when I saw the picture, I said, if Timothy had ever thought that there was a time when no one was looking at him, this is that moment. Not a single eye in the room is looking at you, baby. It's like stunning. I, Stunner. I was trying to I was trying to talk to somebody about it. I'm like, you don't understand the gravity of what she did. She not only took, you know, vintage Mugler, this is a 1995 suit, but y- you gotta have a level of confidence and fierceness to pull it off the way that she did and the hair the makeup the minimal makeup the body the necklace i can't the necklace ashley fire i just he is a fashion icon do y'all hear me zendaya is in another world and her are not to be played with Mm -hmm. it's crazy Where's my Zendaya style book? Can I get a book? (laughs) 
Oh, like Rihanna. Rihanna has that. Yes. Can I get a book? It will definitely be coffee table for me. You know what was really funny? As soon, like the next morning after that London premiere, Vogue announced the co-chairs for 2024's Met Gala. And Zendaya was first. And then we have Jennifer Lopez, Bad Bunny, and Chris Hemsworth. Uh, this year's theme is the Garden of Time. So that should be interesting. And it's the first Monday of May, y'all. If you don't know, now you know. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Hmm. Talk about it. I just can't get enough. The, when I saw it, I think I like, you know, you see something, you just like close your eyes and turn your head. <laughs> I, was, I was outdone. <laughs> truly, truly. Like I, and I saw some haters online was like, oh, all the attention is on her. Yes. She's starring in the fucking film. What else? <laughs> if that's not a movie star, what are we here for? Some people just doing? some people just were bored because that doesn't even make sense. So anyway. Legendary status. Legend. All right. Let's go ahead and get into our hot topics. We're already here, man. Time flies when you have fun. <laughs> um we're still in the swing of award season, Ashley, and the BAFTAs happen over the weekend. I'm looking at Variety. It says Offenheimer and Poor Things win big as Barbie and Maestro are shut out. And they're not lying. I mean, best film, Oppenheimer, best director, Christopher Nolan, supporting actor, Robert Downey Jr. And when it came to lead actor, Zillian Murphy, I mean, they, it makes sense. I feel like when you look at the BAFTAs and then you look at the Oscars, we talk about this all the time. Their, their academies are older, frankly, and they love this worship. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen either of these two films. So I don't wrong. know. I don't, don't know wrong. what happens in them, but I've heard things about poor things and I'm like. It's wacky. I shouldn't say it's wacky. It's avant-garde. The face I'm making, guys, is like, hmm, that's my face. Hmm. Because I'm just, I'm curious to know. I'm a sure there was some. Of a child in a robot or a reborn body. I'm sorry. Okay. I'll give it a watch some point in time, but. To your point, it's commercially Oppenheimer did well, I think, because of the attachment to Barbie. Yes. Otherwise, again, you're playing to a very small crowd, to your point. Y'all, yep. I know y'all want to keep the integrity of these award shows and thank God for fashion and thank God for humor. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because otherwise, yesterday. these things would be snooze fests. So... I just hope there continues to be more diversity to entertain and entice people to watch this ish. So. Yeah. Emma Stone won for leading actress for poor things and Devon Joy Rudolph won for 
the holdovers. I'm really excited about that uh, because we talked about this previously about who we feel like, which other award shows are best indicated indicators for the Oscars. And this is one of them for me personally. Shout out to American Fiction for winning best adapted screenplay. That now that I do want to see. I'm excited to see that. All right. Um I'm not gonna lie, Ashley, the fashion wasn't doing it for me (laughs) at the Baptist. I'm like did did the designers run out of things i mean don't get me wrong award season has been swinging strong and we have had some amazing looks but even our go-to people weren't really hitting the mark i I, the only people i want to shout out i want to shout out ryan goslin and gucci because i appreciate his consistency being ken and fantasia barino uh she was in red let me see the name of the designer she was in Benchella Hokator she was in Hokator I'm not familiar with the designer but she looked amazing Fantasia is the only one for me (laughs) I I looked at the pictures as well I love this red I love the draping I think she looks very elegant but also makes a statement I think that's one of the big things there wasn't a lot of color on the carpet Yes. And, and so I, I think it felt loves too. Yeah, I think it felt a little more restrained to me than the carpets of a lot of other shows. Interesting. I wonder if it's because, you know, Britain's mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Keep calm, carry on, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to bash an entire nation set slogan. I just can't think of it at, at the moment. Let's talk about this viral picture, okay? Prince William. You know what's so funny? After, you know, my faves, the Sussex, Prince Harry and Meghan left to live their best lives, the royal family has been making all types of gaffes, like just bad bad press, bad pictures. I'm like, y'all could have used not only the goodwill, but the tech savvy that the Sussex has brought, you know, to that family, but they fumbled that bag out of jealousy, but we've had these conversations before, but in lieu of all the medical, recent medical drama that's going on with the family, Prince William still was able to come out and support the awards. And again, Medical, I'm referring to King Charles's recent diagnosis with cancer and Princess Kate recently dealing with um, abdominal surgery. But this picture of William cracking himself up and the way that I, I want to call her Bridgerton so bad, <laughs> but Phoebe AO, I'm not familiar with. Uh, the other two actresses, the one that won the rising star though, she's the one that's pivotal to apparently the backstory of this horrific picture. Her name is uh, Mia McKenna Bruce. She won for the film, How to Have Sex. And Girl, apparently he was just talking about, yeah, nice to meet you all. It was a strong category. And he looked to the winner and 
said congratulations to her. He said, I haven't seen it, but I think, I think it looked like you had a lot of fun and it's important to stay, you know, trigger warning. There's some sexual assault that happens in the film. (laughs) And I'm not laughing at that, but I'm just like, sir, what? And their faces, their faces, Ashley, are just so priceless. My favorite reaction um, is, is like, yeah, Ayo, her Irish is coming out. You know what I mean? Because, you know, <laughs> she's with the Irish. She's Irish, of course. Um, <laughs> they ain't got time for the royal family. Girl, what do you think about this bit? When you sent it, I was like, I have no idea what this man could possibly be saying. Maybe it's because I don't... I don't imagine him being funny. He seem, always seems so stiff to me. So I was like, what could possibly be funny? He's not his brother. And so then to know that he made such a huge mistake, I'm like, who is your team? No one at least gave you Listen. a snippet of a summary. Like we, Delora, we could have prepped him better for this moment than whoever was on his team. We could have oh given gosh. him a short rundown of each of the films that he could have retained. Because he said the worst possible thing he could have said about a film that features sexual assault. So, yeah, he needs some better prep people for sure. Hopefully this is a lesson learned and he will either say, how did you enjoy your performance? How did you enjoy the the film? How did you enjoy the experience um, versus making any type of what he thought was going to be witty banter or commentary? So you live and you learn. Truly, truly. I don't know how else to say it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ashley, let's go to our final hot topic of the day. The woman of the hour, apparently, because she is doing multiple things at the same time. And I'm referring to the one, the only Beyonce Knowles Carter. Let's first start with her music, what she's known for. Beyonce makes history as first Black woman atop Hot Country Songs chart. This is coming directly from Billboard. Texas Hold'em launches at number one, plus her 16 carriages rolls in at number nine. Ashley... Could you have imagined this happening when she dropped these songs last week? Absolutely. It's Beyonce. If anybody can cross over into a genre that they have never recorded in substantially, putting that in quotes, um, and kill it, it's going to be a superstar of Beyonce's caliber. So, you know, you already had all the hoopla about the one radio station that at first sent that generic letter supposedly about hey we don't play Beyonce so you have that you have the dropping of the tracks during the Super Bowl and the hype up for that then you have the fact that this woman has a fandom that is going to follow her no matter where she goes and what she does I cannot escape my Instagram feed without seeing at least five videos of people doing brand new choreographed line dances they've created to Texas Hold'em so abs- it's inescapable. Country people 
have been getting so much pub, particularly country black artists, yes, off of this I got, transition. I got one um my hidden gems for our next episode, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 Beyonce. So yes, I had no doubt that this is what was gonna happen. If I'm I didn't honest. think it was gonna be number one, but you know, it's so funny because I was very vocal on how I did not enjoy it when I first heard it at all. I felt like it was completely generic and um, almost like, like I said, I felt like Daddy Lessons had more nuance and, you know, something to bite into than Texas Hold'em. You and wanted then, a deep country song out the no, gate. Not necessarily deep, but just not so like, it's not folksy. It just, just seems very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for disposable in some ways it was just like it's like junk food versus something that's like savory or decadent and that's what you get with 16 characters don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. thank god she she released them both at the same time and as we both mentioned before and I think you said it best it, it was it was giving you know you won't break my soul and you know girl right because it was like no or 7-eleven because that's my least favorite beyonce song of all time i actually that grew on me and i loved it so that was i love the video hated the song i was like what are we doing but i do understand what you mean about it though it is a it's a single it's it's made for it's i guess with this a hoedown uh, a line dance <laughs> like it has yeah. its place it's not gonna be something you're like let me let me throw this track on just while I'm riding out in the car necessarily it's right. like it has a place where you know that's the vibe that you're trying to create so yeah. I definitely get that and and that's what I like talking to Dave I realized I'm like maybe that was the point to, yeah. to, to do the junk food and, and pass it out to everybody for them to enjoy. I don't even get in the country like that. One of my favorite country songs is Red Solo Cup. Oh, that's I your song? you up. Let's have a party. That's oh, my girl. song. Girl, can we? I have two, <laughs> two words for you. Carrie Underwood, okay? Yes. The way I have so many songs on my apple music that i've bought through the years because she was just simply that girl yes vocally um, especially but i just mean in terms of this like the 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 candy the bubble gum side of music yeah, that yeah. was one i used to jam out to that song like let me get my red solo cup what am i doing <laughs> <laughs> let's go uh, oh my gosh now I, i'm i'm thinking about my one of my favorite carrie underwood songs um but even uh, I I was a Taylor Swift fan when she was with her fake country accent and everything like that. So <laughs> yeah, anyway. When she was wearing she her did. cowgirl boots and her Somebody floral dresses. Like, <laughs> and before she starts straightening her hair. hair. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. Congratulations to Beyonce on this win. I didn't think it would be a number one, but you know. I appreciate this, especially with someone who's had um, such a storied career, right? To be able to still manage to get a number one single and and just switching genres like that. It's pretty impressive. What you got to say now, Shannon? Shannon Sharp, you know what you said. 
What did he say? He said that he didn't feel like Beyonce had the power or influence that Taylor Swift has and can't move the needle in the same way. Ooh, I'm tired of us copying apples and oranges. <laughs> like they are fruit, yes, but they are not the same. It's not even apples and oranges, baby. It's apples and, and a watermelon. Like I don't <laughs> Oh, in the midst of the success of her two country singles, Beyonce has released Sacred, her new hair care line, along with her mother. And I mentioned the, you know, she's doing a lot of things. She's also cover girl for Essence in this iconic. She has multiple iconic covers with the magazine, but the, the spread is truly gorgeous. So let's talk about Sacred, okay? She has eight pieces in the collection, came out February 20th. We have a clarifying shampoo and scrub, a scalp scrub, hydrating shampoo, moisturizing deep conditioner, a reconstructing treatment mask, a moisture sealing lotion, a nourishing hair oil, a fermented rice and rose ritual treatment, and a quote-unquote shaking vessel that allows you to blend the ritual treatment. It says here in the Essence article, together, they'll strengthen and smooth the hair and also help to recover from any damage. The entire line is made through an advent of a custom technology, a, a patent pending bioactive keratin ferment. Naturally, it's infused with honey. Ashley, mm-hmm. are you going to get some new hair care products? If my hairdresser decides to give it a try, I mean, <laughs> speaking of hair history and Black women, I trust my hairdresser with my hair care and decisions shout out to my girl Kali um I just had my first steam treatment recently which I really enjoyed she got me onto apple cider vinegar which has really helped with scalp treatments for me absolutely so you know if she decides to give this a shot great otherwise it's probably just another celebrity brand that I will see in Target and other stores and look at and pass shout out to Alta yeah Mm -hmm. Tracy Ellis um, Ross. I mean, you name mm-hmm. it. I see them and I'm yeah. like, cool. So I am a hair kitchen expert. And so was my mom. I didn't get my hair done by a professional until my prom. Wow. And I asked the girl to um, smooth, you know, give me a nice pony, high pony. Cause I've always been big on chic sophisticated that's always been my <laughs> your general aesthetic my general aesthetic so i had a high, high pony halter dress plenty of cleavage uh <laughs> the girlies they were out and it was it was a new experience too so that's a whole nother conversation anyway um i mainly do my hair my own hair and I do go to my hairdresser. Shout out to Brittany, Hair Kitchen. Love her so much. Um, she keeps, I, I never cut my own hair. So I always make sure I get like a nice good treatment. And then I get my trims when my hair was longer. And now I just make sure 
I get my shape up. But I'm not running right now <laughs> to get these products. <laughs> I say all that to say that. I have a nice situation. I actually recently got complimented on the fact that my 4C hair curls are popping because they are. Shout out to Natural Texture Hair and love yes, your hair. baby. Every, um, every shape. Because when I tell you I'm starting the hair care, uh, the natural hair journey, everybody's like, well, if your hair doesn't look like this, then you don't have good natural hair. BS. Such BS. a process. It's such a process. It's, it's an emotional process too. That's why I told, I it always is. understand the, conversation around black women in our hair because it really can be such a source of emotions for us such a source it of is but it's highly political yes and, well especially when trends shift right and we're back yes. in the natural hair care shift so then you get shamed if you want to wear your hair straight or relaxed which i am on the the curly side train for sure but I will still go back to straight if I so choose but I I say all this to say like I understand Beyonce stepping into this lane especially with Mama Tina and the fact that for years you know we've known that Beyonce got her start working in her mother's hair salon and all these things yep. so it makes so much sense like as a brand why she stepped in this lane um yep. but I think Again, even though it's Beyonce, it's just kind of another celebrity brand to me. Like, I think the next celebrity brand I would get really, really excited about is like if her launches a sunglasses line, honestly. Ah, or just would, frames. I would love that. That would excite me greatly. Like, sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of celebrity brands, I'm glad that you say that. I think one of the most pitch perfect rollout was when Rihanna came out with her Savage Fenty mm-hmm. brand, the lingerie. I'm like, oh, this speaks exactly to Rihanna's persona of just being sexy. Yep. And um, you know, hot. <laughs> yep. Being that girl. Okay. Yep. Uh <laughs> BDSM baby. Um, Oh, girl, I forgot that song. Mm-hmm. All right, B, good luck with this endeavor. You know, in this Essence um, magazine, they kind of did outline her ventures through the years. We had House of Darion. We, of course, have Parkwood Entertainment, which is going very strong. And more recently, Ivy Park. So did you ever buy House of Darion? I'm curious. I never, I never bought, bought House of Darion. Single thing. No, I've never even either. bought anything from Ivy Park, though. Again, I'm not. This this is the thing that I've I've probably talked about to you more personally than I have on the pod. Like the translation between having a fandom for people in their art form as musicians and things like that does not necessarily translate into their other businesses for me. Like I'm not that person who transitions based on anything, any product you put out, right? It has to make sense for me. It has to be something I actually gravitate towards. And I don't, I'm not an Adidas person. I don't like yeah. Adidas stuff. So regardless, that's why I said even with hair care, whatever, even with Rihanna, it took me a long time to even try a Fenty product. Not because I don't like Rihanna. It's just like, is it actually a good product? And it took going to get a makeup consultation and somebody else using it on me for me to be like, oh, okay, yeah. Fenty's cool. Oh, yeah. And from 
my personal experience when it comes to Fenty, it's the foundation and the matching for me that I absolutely love and genuinely is one of her best products. It's but the lips for me. She knows the, how to do a lip. I do it. not like her lipstick. I, I do not like her lipstick or her eyeshadow. I do love a good glow moment with the highlighter and the bronzers. But yeah, the lips, the lips bleed for me after a while. And I'm just like, I, I don't like that. There is there are two shades that I have of her lipstick and I also have a lip gloss, but I love the case that my that that I got my lipstick that comes in with her. But I also I finally got a shade of red from her that I really, really, really like. And oh, that's the that's only good. thing me and T Swift have in common is a red lip. Oh, uh, I love I adore red lip, but yeah, my favorite and red lip comes from Tom, Tom Ford. Tom Ford lipsticks, when if you can afford it, top freaking notch. I they just got a Tom day. Ford sample, so yes for a birthday uh, it's Sephora I and you know I love red lips so much Ashley I have it in two shades I have my summer red and then I have my winter red which is more of a it's like a a deeper wine blood moment I always say (laughs) two things that look beautiful on black women a pop of a pop of (laughs) actually three red a pop of um like a, a strong pink Mm-hmm. and yellow and that's not just lips that's clothes clothes when i say yellow because obviously yellow lips sounds weird but those colors just are so vibrant on black skin to me yeah i agree i agree all right ashley anything else before we talk about our recap for next week go be do your thing do your thing oh i also forgot to mention she also released a perfume earlier this this year as well which um again i'm not in any type of hurry to smell but i'm open if i get a sample i'll wear it <laughs> oh i forgot to ask you this ashley what is she doing like she is out here talking to us she has done an entire super bowl commercial she did an entire meet and greet with like you know, social media influencers for the rollout of sacred. Like she's, she hasn't been this active in a very long time. And it's almost like, I don't know how to, like, what is this? What's the motivation? (laughs) You know what I think it could be a strong sense of is like pushing into her next career endeavors that are going to replace her musical life that she's had for so long I think she said it and something that was going on during maybe renaissance part one or act one rather about the fact that that's where her head is at it's like what does the next chapter of my life look like I want to have more flexibility and freedom to be with my family and things like that so that's what I think it's almost like uh when you start to see um athletes moving into new spaces I always think Mm -hmm. like oh you're setting up your retirement plan right you're getting Mm -hmm. ready for the next phase of your life so just like Rihanna has been able to transition pretty much completely out of music due to the success of her businesses I think Beyonce is probably just setting herself up in that way as well so that when the time comes and she's ready to be done with that being the majority of how she earns her living she'll be she'll be set up to do so not that she needs any more money, but, you know, just to keep busy, I guess, to have some things to do. <laughs> right. She needs to put her Virgo mind to something productive. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out for 
making plans and doing things years at a time. She said that she was working on this for over six years. You know, know when I wish this would have come out. When? When Black is King came out. Because never have I seen so many interesting hairstyles from her that were inspired Mm -hmm. for the project that would have made so much sense with the rollout of hair care line. Interesting. That's a good point. Shout out to Water. I'm I'm explicitly thinking about Water when she had that uh, Rapunzel moment at the end. Fantastic. Never seen her more experimental than that. Yep. All right, Ashley, what we recapping? All right, so this is going to be our last Black History Month recap, guys, and we are going out with a musical flair, okay? Because (laughs) the Color Purple 2023 musical is now available to stream via Max. So Delora and I are going to dive in. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about what we enjoyed. We're going to dive into the music, the performances, and as always, give our hot takes. So stay tuned for that. Can't wait, Ashley. Cannot wait. It was so entertaining. So I'm really looking (laughs) forward to talking about this film. All right, guys, as always, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming back to recapping, for sticking with us for another episode. We so appreciate you guys week after week after week. We love talking to you. Absolutely. Um, Please share this episode with your friends, family, loved ones, everyone. Give us a rating or a review. We'll be back, as I mentioned, with that recap. But in the meantime, as always, be blessed. Bye.